Thank you for listening to Black Women Are Scary, the podcast that celebrates people of color writing in horror. The theme this season is land and place, be they magical or macabre. We'll be featuring a few stories from the anthology Multi-Species Cities, Solar Punk Urban Futures. These stories imagine futures after climate disasters where folks invent, transform, and persevere for better or for worse. So let's lean in and listen to The Songs Humanity Lost to Dolphins by Shwita Taneja. It was the dolphins that came up with empathology, not us. We did not know what hit us. We resisted, we fought, we cried, we ignored, we even tried to make fun of it. When nothing worked, we got angry. Our megacities shook, our suburban townhouses trembled in their caged rage. Our presidents and prime ministers and mullahs and priests hollered from their bulletproof towers, spitting into multi-screen microphones, distant cameras and remote screens. We were glued furious, righteously so, doling out anger-filled labels, calling them traitors, aliens, demonic forces, flooding the internet and the streets. You see, we were in denial. It was the norm in our megacities to consume and be consumed. We stuffed our hearts with toys and gadgets and thicker walls. We drank leatherette sofas, penthouses, and Ferraris. We gobbled medicines, sniffed, snuffed, cranked the volume of our custom-made, gold-gilded, AI-infused speakers. We surrounded ourselves with visuals of pristine forests and patched-in AI-designed landscapes and faux living creatures. We had enclosed ourselves safely with surround siliconate screens gilded with trademarked pro-real technology. All this time, hunger of the heart dictated us, controlled us. We stuffed our faces and our fleshly bodies till our esophagus bloated up with the constant AI real feed, till we started to gouge out the veins of the planet and its skin and its bones and its blood. We were blinded by our own needs desires, wants, and silicone screens. All of us, all human adults, women and men. This is how we had grown up. It was the children, however, the little ones like you all, who first started to chip away, started to believe. It began quietly, without us noticing at first in a small fishing village on the island of Waitar in Indonesia, where the swelled climate of our desires had chipped away the sands, babies started to crawl. The toddlers waddled. They all headed to the ocean as if they were looking for their mother's milk. Some of them were pulled in by the waves, never to be seen again. Some were pulled back by horrified mothers like us who did not understand. It happened again and then again in fishing villages peppered on coast of India and Malaysia and Chile 
and Mozambique. Every day, morning to night, deep night to dawn, children crawled and toddled. They had to be chained, doors closed, walls cemented and sealed inside. They would scream and claw at the bricks and kick the door, wailing constantly. They were not angry. We were. They were just determined. Like something crawled inside their skulls, beckoning them to the bloated, polluted seas. Members of clubs and parliaments, enclosed in siliconate domes and landscaped air, said it was because the villagers were uneducated, impressionable innocents, living in the chaotic, unprotected wilds. The enemy was tempting their children away. If only they had been given classes and pens and words and sunscreen. If only they had not been lazy but had earned money so they could buy glass-domed farms and moldable screens. If only the children's skin had been whiter than the fresh snow that the city kids consumed. It would never happen in the megacities where educated folks lived the cities with their disinfected galleries, washed gleaming screens. The urban landscape, segregated with glass, secure with one-time use gloves and masks. The high rises with genetically subsumed, civilized masks. It cannot happen in North America or white-walled cities of Western Europe, announced the members of mighty clubs and appropriate parliaments a smug smile on their face as the breeze tickled their corfured, chemically gelled hair. Then, it started to happen in North America, and Germany, and Spain, and Ethiopia, and Liberia, everywhere. From the high rises of the domed megacities, the customized children waddled and crawled with the others, walking downhill, tumbling into the seas from vaulted porticos, tsunami-resistant piers, bleached coral beaches, and garbage-ridden overcrowded shores. Children jumped, flew, dived, crept, sidled, and ran, all going into the deep waters, never to be seen again. What do you hear, my baby? cried a helpless mother as she gripped her son's arm on the shores of the segregated upmarket zone in Kochi. The song, Mama. The song, answered her son, who was not her son anymore. What song? What song? Tell me, she said, pulling her son away. The son turned, seeing her, not seeing her, hearing her, not hearing her songs. Sing the song, Amma. Don't fear. We were stumped, scared and toddlerless. We did not know what was happening. Our children were becoming alien overnight, these devilish songs tempting them away. We started pumping them with drugs and custom-made brain modifiers to make them sleep, telling them stories of Pied Piper and the Sleeping Beauty and the monsters that lie deep within the seas. We hired experts. We screamed at secretaries. We divorced spouses blamed fame and the thinness of our city walls. We put locks, built safety nets, glass walls, and CCTVs, and shouted and screamed till our gilded screens mirrored our breathlessness. We prayed to our gods and our local goons. We visited temples and churches to exercise our children, 
of the demons of the polluted seas. We did not understand what had happened, which made us scared, and being scared made us angrier and angrier till blood leaked from our nails. Amongst us, the one who used to be Baluba of the kingdom of Chad that is no more, heard the whales one night as they sat exposed to cancerous stars. Or so they said. We were all alone, all scared, helplessly seeing our children losing themselves to the oncoming rush of the waves. Baluba whispered an echo of the devil's song, their eyes closed, their head moving from side to side and then back to front. We sat glued to our energy-saving screens, desperate to understand why the songs of the sea were luring our children away. We listened to it live, our ears glued to every hiss and hoot that erupted from their lips. It was not music, said our ears. It was painful, like a slap or a whip. We heard the rendering again and again, sitting upright in our ergonomic chairs and slumped in sofas, their thunder-filled face gleaming on the big screens in translation and transcription. We had heard them retell what the whales had heard from the dolphins, who had whispered it all in the song that sang in their souls. We heard them say it was all over, that not only the whales, but the frogs, and the lizards, and the mango trees, and the leeches, and the deer, and the roots of banyan trees, and the rocks lying inert in Ladakh's ice sandy seas had joined the song. The news spread like a virus from screen to screen, city to city, faster than wildfires of Australia, faster than tsunamis and sea, faster than falling ice from a melting precipice. It's a psychochemical agent, a mild altering drug, said a white-haired scientist, triumphant in a towering white-walled laboratory of an important bank of city, peering over strapped, squiggling children who were tainted. The songs hypnotize the impressionable, infect the neurons, control them, leading to a heightened sense of empathy, he said in disposable coveralls, pouring logic onto our screens. We call it rights and free will. Our children need to be stopped at all cost. We will work on a customized antidote. Finally, we knew what was happening. We had an enemy, a word, someone who was trying to wreak havoc on us, on all of us. Empathology, the weapon the dolphins had deployed upon both the living and the non-living. Our hearts welled up. Our hearts welled up. It was the dolphins that were stealing our babies, our children, conniving dolphins, our real true enemies with their empathy-producing songs. We had thought of dolphins as our friends, cute and intelligent creatures we wanted to protect and save and hug and make stuffed toys of, and how we had been betrayed for our trust. Without our consent, without our knowledge, they were taking over our world, destroying our children. All this time, quietly plodding away deep in the oceans, developing bioweapons to attack not only our species, but everyone else in the world. With a murderous desire to destroy our megacities, 
and way of life. How selfish were these dolphins? We, we were, were at war. war. We ran amok in our multi-layered, green-grafted cities, our wrath shooting our veins with adrenaline. We ripped the pruned vertical gardens spiraling down the faux trees. We beelined to the large-sized aquariums, their colorful, protected inmates peering through wide-angled, gleaming glass. There they are, shouted one of us, a suit who used to run a bank full of paper bills. He used a bat and the glass cracked. Crystal and epileptic fish drenched us like righteous snow. We used sticks and drill machines and guns and bases to break all windows we could see. With the residual of our wrath, we smashed and beat the withering fishes to mash. Together, as a mob, we grabbed a dolphin squiggling slippery flesh in our hands and hacked the head off their body. This, this is war! war. Hollowed the suit in a screen, drinking raw blood from the disjointed head, hooting in salacious glee. Hashtag death to dolphins. The hashtag trended and turned into a gigantic neon sign, its flashy lights blinding all of us. We hungered for more. We demanded from our leaders and our prime ministers and gurus and queens to burn the ocean, nuke the seas, and smash each and every dolphin into smithereens. Bring us their heads so we may gorge upon their flesh and cool our burning vengeance. And make some stew, laughed the recently reinvented online star. Do not bomb the oceans. Our children are inside them, shouted the parents who had lost their toddlers to the sea. Your children are dead, assured the other parents and politicians, clutching the keys to the locked doors where their children clawed the walls. We need to save the ones that are still alive for greater good. The army and the forces doled up their guns and their satellites and their bombs. Control centers in the megacities positioned their keyboards and screens and drones. The white-haired scientist headed to his lab, working overtime. The trick was to use targeted missiles to obliterate the whole school of dolphins. Let's, Let's splatter them, them, destroy them all. They all screamed in different languages. Scientists and commanders worked 24 hours gathering intelligence to locate pods of dolphins across the oceans. Bulls, cows, and calves were bombarded. One school obliterated, two done and dusted with, 10. We wanted vengeance. We wanted to kill, destroy the creatures that had dared to rise up against us, dared to threaten our cities. We would win this war. We shouted to the skies, jubilant at the progress of our bombs and antidotes and walls and weapons of mass destruction we're making. How, How wrong, wrong we were. were. The day the fungus started to sing the songs, the return began. It was the seventh day by our calendar. Our children had waddled, crawled, and jumped into the seas, came back to us. 
We were stumped. We were thankful. And we were scared out of our wits. Children, like all of you, were ours, but different. Eyes half closed, glazed with the blues of the ocean, sweat glands transformed into gills, skin with a layer of fungi sheen. They smiled, beautifully, gazed at us calmly. They could not speak. They would not speak. They would not tell us what was wrong, what had happened to them in the deep, dark depths of the ocean. What the dolphins had done, they walked into our megacities, barefoot, imprinting the I made clean streets with sand. They refused to wash the muck. They refused food. They refused the beds and the drugs we offered. They felt constrained in the safety of the glistening glass domes and thick walls, preferring to be outside in the chaotic mess and barren filth of the wild. They lay under the burning sun in cold and filth, touching grass and grasshoppers and roots of broken banyan trees as fungi build new cities upon them. We tore them off the grass and scrubbed the fungi clean to show them the shiny cars and the screens. They gazed emptily, their tiny faces green and undead, their soft lips muttering songs we could not hear. What, what have those evil, evil creatures done, done to, to our, our children? children? We shouted, fear shooting up rage in our veins. They have been touched by the devil. They are evil, said the priest and the seers and the mullahs. They are humans 2.0. Filthy fungi filled, burned them. An alien species. Infected. They are listening. They are humans no more, said the scientists. Their DNA has been modified, and the empathology impulse controls them all. They have become hybrid cars, laughed the suit through his gleaming, shiny teeth. With you, our little preciouses, came the fungi and the moss, yeasts and molds. Mushroom build up their symbiotic hives all over our megacities, climbing the walls and sculptures, the insects, and plants, and roots, and ants. The fungus kept growing on the broken glasses of aquariums and mannequins and screens. The sparkling domes darkened and cracked under the weight of moss, letting in the scorching, UV-laden winds. It climbed onto the slick walls of our cities, slithering into crevices and cracking office walls. It made its way into the suit's 70th floor apartment where it found him drowned in a bathtub, his throat slit. It curled around the curdled blood and the crumpled note that said, no gills. Distractedly, we try to pull you in and throw the fungus out. We scrubbed and wiped and scoured and cleaned. We tried to fight back, but our hearts were broken. Our anger fell to the helplessness as you all, our children, gaze with vacant disinterest at the metallic marvels our cities had borne. We first, and then the members of clubs and parliaments and owners of lands gave up our glistening pride. 
We stopped our industry of mass production. We discarded our cars and let the fungi grow over painted walls, sleep on our beds and dead phones. We had surpassed our anger and our bombs and our missiles and our scientists. Our children, you all, were not ours anymore. We were distraught and angry and suffering. Around us all, the human-built world of desires and things crumbled. The songs you wove with the dolphins and the frogs and the broken banyan trees and fungi took root, cracking bricks and concrete roads crawling up the walls of high-rises and glass domes and lacing their tuneless fingers into the stench-filled gutters underneath. It's a true green revolution, cackled Baluba in our crackled, flickering screens. Our hearts broken. We sat by you, all our fungi-ridden children, who lay passively, staring at the bright skies, your eyes would flicker open and then shut, your skin naked, touching roots and holding frogs, your lips muttering wordless songs, seeing all of you there in front of us, inert, lost to us, scattered our anger into the winds of desperation. You were our hope, our future. If we could not bring you back, we wanted to join you. What was this empathology? Could someone help us connect with the dolphins? We wanted the drug. We wanted the songs. We wanted to be part of your universe, your collective. We were ready to change too. We wanted to sing with you and the dolphins and the fungi and the frogs. We felt alone without our future. We felt alone, alone without, without our, our future. The muck-coated, white-haired scientist who still stubbornly worked in his enclosed lab brought out a way. Inject this gene-altering drug, he shouted in moss-laden, silent screens. It will make the song sing, I have a drug to increase your empathy. We heard him not, as he blubbered all alone, for our screens, like our hearts, lay melting in the scorching squalls. In desperation, we rushed to the madwoman who slept under the streetlight that shone near the gateway of India. For years, the madwoman, we did not know her name, had been bawling, rambling endlessly of the songs at the waves, heavy with plastic bottles, broken mugs, and plastic floatsam brought to her. The wails of anger and helplessness and desperation as ocean life dissipated under tourist cruisers, as the corals bleached and the lands were stripped of their greens, suffocated on the plastics of our desires. We, in our shiny, air-controlled cars, in our plastered dome megawalls, had been deaf to all the songs. Dolphins had no choice, she told us with a beatific, toothless smile. The songs will stop humans from infecting the world. Even the invisible bacteria in your stomach sings and is with them. Hear them. Join them. How? We asked. How does one, deaf and walled since birth, listen to the songs of empathy again?
Every day, morning to night, deep night to dawn, we saw you sleep under the naked skies, your little hands touching the roots of the banyan trees, your skin moist and green with the softness of fungi. All the time, your lips moved and your eyes flickered to the silent songs that you heard. We remained deaf and desperate and songless. We knew you were listening to the songs, the rhythms that the creatures deep in the oceans and the living and the not living brought to Earth, the songs of the universe, the songs of the skies and the boiling core of our Earth. We wanted to hear them too, but we remained too scared, too frozen in our loneliness. We were, we are determined. determined. We still lie on fungi carpets alongside you, looking at the alien mushrooms with fear, fear. fear. as they grow, grow around us, taking, taking over, over what was, was ours. ours. We hold your moss-laden hands, kiss, kiss your clammy foreheads that crawl with ants. We, we wish, wish you well, our dear children, who will never, never be ours. ours. We are not natives to the songs, but we, we are, are trying hard. We will listen till our ears, ears bleed. bleed. We are determined. We will, we will hear, hear the, the songs, songs you sing, sing, the songs you, songs listen. you listen. We, we will, will keep, keep searching till we become one with the songs you have become. become. Thank you for tuning in to our episode. The Songs Humanity Lost to Dolphins was written by Shweta Taneja, performed by Joylyn Miller, additional voices by Gabe Castro and myself, Wimoto Nayoka, sound designed by Gabe Castro and produced by Dusky Projects. Support Dusky Projects and our coven of spooky black chicks with a rate and review, or by making a tax-deductible donation through the link in the bio. Your contribution helps us continue to feature new authors and new scary stories. Till next time.